Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Here we go. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine, I am Andy Hotbody Dawson, pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney, so what? Uh, uh, it's the Monday morning episode, you get this early on Sunday evening, if you're an IFS subscriber, and why wouldn't you be? Um, sad news today, Sam, Sarah Hardy, mm. now Girls Alive, Girls Alive, rather, sorry, sadly passed away. It's just I know, it's nine. really sad, that. I know um, but, Girls Aloud, a, a group that's close to both of our hearts, I think. Yeah. Uh, fantastic, fantastic group. If you want to have a look at my Twitter profile, I one, there's a thread there of some fucking brilliant Girls Aloud songs, because they were absolutely brilliant. There was one, one of those bands that just have, like, yeah, a, a, a sort of an incredible, astonishing list of singles, yeah. where every single one of their singles was a winner and one of the few bands I mean we were talking about Ad the other day that sort of in their prime got as much love from sort of your highbrow music critics as they mm. did from your kind of teeny boppers so you know, like I say to you, that I say I say fuck the highbrow music critics I know but what I'm saying is is that you get very few bands that sort of everyone likes on all levels do yeah. you know what I mean yeah and they kind of fitted into that I know there'll be people getting into that but actually I didn't like them which is fair enough but I think they, they had that Swedish... No, no, they had that's, Swedish. that's not fair enough. Don't, don't fucking tell us. I'm not fucking interested if you didn't like Girls Aloud. This I know, but what I mean is that I made a sweeping statement by saying everyone liked them, which isn't necessarily true. But they were they were very widely and they kind of covered all different tastes, didn't they? And I, she was, was lovely. I, I, when I interviewed them once many years ago, oh. and I, I was saying to my missus, Today, oh, she was like, they were all pretty easy to get on. I mean, all of them were lovely and I had to interview them as a group, but then I had a sort of a separate sit down with each of them. Right. And um, which was not like, I think the magazine that I was doing it for, it was like a, it was, I think it was Company Magazine, which was a women's magazine, which I assume no longer exists. Yeah. <laughs> like every magazine I've ever worked for, pretty much. <laughs> I think I've seen it recently. Is it not still around? Really? Yeah, maybe. Maybe it is. Maybe but it's I used, to, a yeah, I used to have a column because of, of airports being closed. Sales I used to have a right column which was, um, you know, from from a, a bloke's perspective. All right, right. Yeah. Oh, what is it with you women? It takes you so long to get ready. All that bollocks. But um, it used to annoy me because if ever I mentioned the word football, the sub editors would always change it to footer or footy. All right. Yeah. And I got really arsy about it every time. Because <laughs> it's like, no one says footer or footy. Like, yeah, we just think it makes it more blokey, more authentic. Anyway. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I fucking hate those words, don't you? Footy and footer. Well, anyway, soccer. She, I, can't, I can't stand she, soccer. She you was know. she she was really um like nice, but she was clearly the mad renegade one. Because yeah. I spoke, when I sat down with an individual, she was like very <clears> funny, but quite mad. And then when I interviewed them, like as a as a group together, every time she opened her mouth to say anything, 
Cheryl, who was clearly the boss of them yeah. all, in a nice way. I mean, it wasn't like she was the one with the biggest ego. She just seemed like the one who was the most grown up and mature and was kind of in control of the band. Right. Yeah. Not not in a bullying way, but in a like, look, someone has to be in charge here, right? Well, and, well yeah, I mean, let's let's not dwell on Cheryl's past behaviour at this point. Yeah. We're, not, we're not talking about her. Well, no, I remember them all saying, they said, basically, well, after we came off Pop Idol and Louis Walsh was supposed to be our manager, they went, but it was all a scam because mm. as they do it all for TV, but as soon as we actually started out, there was no one from the show, least of all Louis Walsh, basically managing us day to day. But mm. we were thrust into the spotlight and we didn't know what to do. And they were like all living in some house together on per diems. like yeah. So like daily amounts, but really small amounts from the record company. And they were forced on one of those things where you go, you just tour relentlessly around schools and stuff to try and build yeah. it up. And they said... I said, so how did you look after yourself? Who was making decisions? How did you get organised? And they would say, oh, Cheryl just took control of it all. We would, we wouldn't have, Cheryl was effectively the band's manager. We yeah. would have just like basically collapsed after week one. But anyway, every time Sarah opened her mouth to say something, they were all like exchanging looks and looking over at Cheryl like, what's she going <laughs> to say? Because she was quite clearly the fucking, I don't know who you compare it to, but she was the fucking Sid Vicious of the band, basically. Yeah. You know, like I mean- they... It, the, the, the lucky thing with them was that they, they hooked up with Xenomania, the, pro, the pop production yeah, in-house Swedish thing. It was like, no, it, it fell off from, from Britain, Brian Higgins. Ah, I always thought it was like, but, um, oh, I thought it was one of those but, Swedish sort of elite pop songwriters. Yeah, well, same, same sort of thing, you know. Mm. But um, uh, they'd written for Sugar Cubes. Um, not Sugar Cubes, mm. Sugar Babes, fucking hell. Um, right, yeah. Sort of just before... Pop Idol had happened, so they, they yeah. wrote Sound of the Underground for them and then just stuck with them forever. So it was yeah. the perfect timing thing. Because the it was it was that they came second because it was boys versus girls, wasn't it? Yeah, that's and right. It was, it was they were called fucking One True Voice or something, the boys, and they were just a really <laughs> they, bland, generic they, boy band. They were called Spunk Bubble. They weren't even that exciting. Oh. Do you know <laughs> what I mean? And, they, and if, if they'd if, if so Xenomania hadn't got involved with it with writing yeah. Sound of the Underground, then that could have been the, the path they'd gone down of been a really bland fucking group that had nine months in the sunshine. I always thought that song, that Biology, it. which is probably my favourite song of theirs, yeah. I, was, I always thought, fucking hell, that's one of the most fucking avant-garde pop songs. Like, it, I mean, it's, it's just insane, like fucking, it? it's, a, it's an yeah. insane song. Like, yeah. the balls... Like, you yeah. know, some art, some art band, you know, art pop band like fucking Talking Heads or something would have not had the balls to have released that as a single. <laughs> that was, I mean, that was some of the third album, I think. I think it might have been the first single from the third album. It was just kind of like what, what Neil Tennant, the Pet Shop Boys, used to call Imperial Fears, where nothing you <laughs> do can go wrong. And you just, yeah. you just floated along in this cloud of confidence. Of, yeah. of everything going your way. So biology is kind of like a product of that. And if you've never heard biology, maybe use that as your intro into Girls Aloud. Go and listen to that. Great video it's like, as well. It's it's like about three different songs welded together and they're all nuts. Yeah. They it's don't, fucking brilliant. They, they just don't give a fuck. Yeah. But it is true that like Talking Heads or one of those sorts of bands would have said, yeah, I mean, it's a good song for the album, but as if we're going to fucking release that as a single. I mean, that, <laughs> yeah. that the kids aren't ready for this shit. This is mental. Yeah. It's like their version of Day in the Life by the Beatles. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <Isn't> it? <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like, yeah, we'll put that on side two at the end. So anyone yeah. that sticks with the whole of the album will get to that. I think it went to number them. one. It I was certainly it a big hit. Yeah, I think it did. 
So uh, yeah, such a shame, um, yeah. It is really, really sad. So um, yeah, um, we're a bit late on doing this on a Sunday evening because um, we watched the England game. You said you've been out. I've been out for a, I've been I've been out for a stroll, mate. That's nice. Was the weather bit, weather good then? Yeah, it was like one of those... Well, I've been in... We've been sort of isolating because my wife's got a, a small surgical procedure this week. Nothing serious, thank luck. God. But she, she does, luck she, to she, Thanks. She's got to go into the hospital, <laughs> possibly for a night. Uh-oh. And um, I was saying to her what my inspo is for while she's awake. So there's a lot of... Right, so, you know, remember, we've got to do this or that. So he does that club on a Tuesday. You've got to pick him out there. The, you know, because suddenly you're doing all the... You, you, I said, it's only 24 hours. And I said, my inspo for when you're around, I've got to take control of things. It's just my brother Cass, when his wife went to Sri Lanka for two weeks, put the dog in a kennel and have Chinese takeaway every single night. <laughs> and in this case, a bottle of co-op white wine. But I mean, you'd have, you'd have hoped by this point that your... Your, um, your shed office would have been completed and you could have just stuck oh, in there. So depressing. What or we've stick got yourself is, is in a, there. As a constant reminder, is there are 15 massive steel screws sticking out of my lawn, out the back, which means we can't actually use the garden. We're thinking, like, realistically, you're looking at about two months if we get the refund from the mm. credit card company. And we don't want to take the screws up, A, because it's not possible for us, for a normal human to do it. You need a machine, mm. a machine that I would love to rent. But my wife has said, no, we have to get a professional to do it. Right. Mm. And uh, and so we just have to live with that in our fucking yard. It's a constant reminder of how I should be fucking shed podding right now. But I'm not. It's almost anyway, like you've got go- a piece of mod- a modern modern art sculpture there in your garden. It is a bit like that, yeah. Yeah, I'll take a picture and put it on our Instagram so people oh, can please see. Do. Yeah, yeah, it's quite interesting. Good. I've never seen screws that big. I mean, that's fascinating in itself. Because what it is is it's literally like a screw, like a normal screw that you would put in. What would you use a screw for, Andy? Day to day, like what, maybe you hang stuff? something on the wall or something. Yeah. Right. That's anyway. Cool. Like a normal screw, yeah. imagine that, but huge. But imagine, <laughs> but huge. And when I say huge, I mean imagine that, but like four foot tall, yeah. And right. the and the head of it, the flat head, is like about kind of forty centimeters in diameter. Just like it's from Gulliver's Travels or something. Yeah, exactly like that. Exactly like that. Well, if Gulliver had brought it himself to Lilliput, because obviously they were all they were all tiny, weren't they? And he was the big lad. No, but didn't he go to a big place at one point as well? I never got the fire. People though, forget he? that about him, the poor cunt. It, that's the thing. People only ever focus on when I was with like the little folk. <laughs> they forget that I also had to go to a place where everyone was fucking huge, and that was the worse. The were reversed. It was bad. Yeah, I don't know. I can't remember. Maybe we should fucking um, history box it. I don't yeah, know. it would be a great thing to history box Gulliver's Travels, Gulliver's wouldn't it? <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> what mad cunt came up with that? And I'm on the phone to the to his book agent. I've got a fucking great idea for a book. It came to me last night in a dream. It's about a geezer <laughs> who sails on a boat to a place where everyone's tiny. <laughs> what <laughs> is that? It? You'll be, yeah. And they they're scared of him. They tie him up and all sorts. You know. <laughs> so. so- Obviously, so it's um, you are in sole control. It's your imperial phase of parenting for this twenty-four hour period. Yeah. Your good wife is um, yeah. 
Otherwise, the so, anyway, this evening, because we've been in all day, because she's isolating, you have to get a test, then isolate afterwards yeah. before you go into hospital. And so technically, we need to as well. But I, it was like crazy. I've been in all day. I was going to circle. So I said to the kids, right, we're going for a walk down mm. by the river. Went for a stroll. Evening mm. constitutional. Lovely. Warm evening. Sun setting. Sort of warm, late summer smell in the air. Oh, Can't lovely. really describe yeah. it, but you know what I mean. Slightly woody. And lots of greenery around so you can smell the, mm, yeah, smell the, uh, the really foliage. Nice. Good. Uh, just yeah. like in my T-shirt and shorts, it was warm enough for that. Lovely. We played a word game. Oh. Yeah. Um, and it was really nice. Things. But uh, Yeah, it was like I was, I was, it was an evening constitutional. I might take to doing that more regularly. I might take an evening stroll with my hands clasped behind my back and I say start, good evening. Did I, did I tell you about that? What you started doing that? Yes, great. I started doing that the start of this summer, and when we were on holiday in Scotland, much to the yes. embarrassment of me kids, I started doing. It. I said to them, "What's this?" I said, "I've started walking like Prince Charles kids." Uh, yeah, I've got well, me two hands. You, you reach an age; you're in your imperial phase, yeah, mate. It just feels natural. I've been doing it for a few weeks now, and it feels good. I did it at Monkey Forest the other day when I was there. Yeah. Did you have a good time yeah. at Monkey Forest? Have we talked about that already? Forest. We haven't talked yeah. about Monkey Forest, but I'm going to write a, a little uh, piece about oh, it yeah. for the IFS Turbo. Well, well, that leads uh, us nicely onto IFS Turbo, where subscriptions are still continuing, sign-ups are uh, continuing at a pace. Mm-hmm. And we're very grateful for everyone who's we gone are, Turbo. Very much, and, yeah. As Andy mentioned there, there will be uh, written content and recommendations delivered regularly to Turbo subscribers. Radio shows coming soon as is the uh, li- live stream, and, uh, free live stream live for stream, all yeah. Turbo subscribers. Yeah, all, all good. And one thing yeah. I remembered this weekend, and I apologise that you've not yet had updates, but as we've been promising for almost three years, Turbo subscribers will have badges. Yes. Is that is that just for the initial subscribers, kind of like September only? I think it should be, would, shouldn't it? I'm going to say yes. We're making a policy on the you, hoof here, aren't we? Yeah. That Yeah, but I think it's really good because as we've been saying about in the Imperial phase, the Imperial phase of Pet Shop Boys, the Imperial phase of Girls Aloud, the Imperial phase of me in parenting terms, and the Imperial phase of you as a man who now walks with his hands clasped behind his back, I think that the unofficial title <laughs> of any September sign-ups to IFS Turbo are... Imperial Turbo. <laughs> so it's a section now, within a section. Okay. There won't be a new logo. It's not official. But what we're saying is, and it's only, what is it today? The 5th. You've got, um, what is it? 30 days of September. Yeah, you've got 25 days. If you subscribe within the next 25 days to all of this extra content, then you will be not only the proud, proud owner of a, IFS Turbo badge. Yep. I've posted some images of the design on our social media channels, so you can marvel at those if you haven't seen them already. Mm. You will also know when you see each other at live events or in the street or in the supermarket, where I know a lot of the hunters do interact, then you will be not only Turbo, but Imperial Turbo. Because you'll have the badge and on. The, the yep. proof will be in the badge. Totally. Fantastic. So come on. Don't delay. Subscribe today and be an imperial 
Kunter. And um, when you get the badge, you are permitted at any future Top Flight Time Machine live events to enter the venue mm. with your hands clasped behind your back in the Dawson yes. style. Yes. <laughs> but that, you have to be wearing the badge to be able to do that. Otherwise, you will be mm. ejected from the venue. You will be asked to leave because <laughs> if you are walking around with your hands behind your back but you're not Imperial, then basically you're a fucking ponce and you're out on your ear. Yeah? <laughs> fucking chancer. You fucking dunce. What are you walking like that for? So it's my fucking imperial. Look, here's my badge. All right, sorry, pal. Go on, as you were. <laughs> like, don't on. mind me. Yeah, crack on. You do it, mate. You look lovely walking like that. You look like a fucking prince. You look like a duke. <laughs> it's a lovely bit of walking you got there. Very distinguished. Jalapeño. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Jalapeño. I didn't tell you last week, but I feel it was remiss of me that I had a, um, well, I had a row at the Crazy Gulf last weekend. <laughs> it was actually on Bank <laughs> Holiday Monday. On Bank Holiday Monday, we went to my mother-in-law's Mm. And she lives in on the outskirts of Wimbledon, yeah. Mm. And uh, it's called Southfields. And there's a there's a park in Wimbledon that's got crazy golf. And so I said to the kids, they're really into making. Uh, she's got my, my mother-in-law's got really. She's artsy crafty, which as I which I used to mock a lot when I was younger. But yeah, the older but I get, the more pa- yeah. the more passionate I've become about her arts and crafts. Yeah, like she hasn't changed at all. But I used to, when I was like a, a little cunt who first arrived in her family, giving it the old, oi, oi, what's all this? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm going out. Your, your your daughter's my Doris now, so there's going to be a few <laughs> changes, isn't there? First of all, what's all this pottery bollocks I've heard you banging on about? That's going to stop, <laughs> right? Whereas now I'm like, I'm so into your crafts. Can I go into your pottery shed and have a look around? <laughs> have a <Yeah>? potter. <laughs> yeah. I'm just more and more into all the things that my mother-in-law's into, which is really disturbing my wife because mm. she loves walking. She loves arts and crafts. She loves growing vegetables and things like that. So the other day I went and had a look at her courgettes at the back of her garden because it had been an incredible season for courgettes. Are, would you describe yourself as a gardener or some? No, but I'm more and more getting... I, I, I aspire to be a gardener. Mm. I, you know, I, I, I said to the kids during the same holiday when I was talking about me, me, new, um, me new strolling stance, 
uh, I said I talked about gardening. I says to me, gardening. It's like you know when you see one of those scenes in a film where it's just a long highway in darkness and a pair mm. of headlamps just appear in the yeah. distance and start coming towards yeah. you really slowly. That's gardening coming towards me. It's inevitable. Yeah. I can't stop it. Is that exactly? That's exactly how I feel. Mm. And I know that you know. I did, as I think I've discussed on the show. I did grow some strawberries this year. Yes. And the sense of satisfaction. Me and Len did it together as a little hobby, and I was like. The sense of satisfaction when they eventually bloomed uh, was tremendous. And if you remember, the tree surgeons busted them. <laughs> and I was fucking, I was so heartbroken. I practically cried. I was there with the fucking strawberry plant in my hand like it was a dying relative. Yeah. There was tears in my life. eyes. Yeah. Yeah, I was trying to revive it, but it wasn't possible. So that was gutting. But um, So that's my little taste of gardening. And, it, yeah, mm. it will come to all of us, just like walking around with your hands behind your back. Anyway, so we're down there. And they're they're going to make some candles, right? She's right. a potter, but she also has got – she wants to start selling candles on online, like Etsy or something. And my wife's been helping her. And so they're putting the candles inside the cups that she makes, yeah? Mm. And they're calling it candles with handles. It's amazing. It's incredible. It's good, isn't it? Yeah. How so that's that, that's the... how has that not been a thing until now? I know. I've never heard of that. We Why checked it out. That? Candles with handles Jesus is Christ. fucking superb. So that so they're like, right, we're going to start putting. We had lunch. I had my free lunch, and then it was like, right, we're going to start putting these fucking candles with the <laughs> handles now. So I was like, well, fuck that. I'll take the kids up the crazy golf. So we got the crazy golf, yeah. And uh, I'm standing in line and there's one family in front of me, a mum and two kids or three kids. And they're just standing there, nothing's happening. And suddenly I'm just chatting to my kids, not paying attention. And then suddenly I realise I've been fucking standing there for about 10 minutes and there's been no movement in front of me. So Ooh. I've gone straight naught to 10 in fury quite Jesus. quickly. Yeah. I've gone to in front of me. What's going on? Well, not 10, but I've suddenly gone, what's going on? What's it? What? Have you been served yet? And she went, and she was a bit dopey. She was like, oh, no, I can't see anyone. I said, so you've been standing here? She went, yeah. I was like, fucking hell, what's the matter with these people? Right? And um, so I like, <laughs> I started like walking around, went into the cafe, mm. and they were like, well, look, straight away they were on the back foot. They went, look, the crazy golf concession has got nothing to do with us. Nothing. <laughs> for, for the last time. <laughs> yeah, it was like that, right? No, Make we do not. I don't want to fucking hear it, right? I get this every day. It's the park keeper. I was like, what's this fucking Yogi Bear, right? Park keeper. That doesn't exist in real life in Britain no, in 2021. They went, it's the park keeper's responsibility. The park keeper is often in their buggy patrolling the, the grounds, right? Yeah. I was like, have I gone? Is this like fucking Goodnight Sweetheart, but in park form? I've gone into like some old fashioned fucking park, right? Out of an American cartoon from the 60s. So I went, right. So I said, right, fuck this, kids. Here's what we're going to do, right? And at, at the Crazy Golf, as you'll know, there's a bucket that when you go at the end, having finished your round, you yeah. deposit your used balls and yeah. clubs in a bucket. Yeah. So I've just said, we're having them. So I've taken the fucking clubs out. I've taken three clubs, three balls, and I've said, that's their problem. They're not here. I'll pay them after it if they're here. If Honesty not, system. fuck it. Yeah. Right? I'm taking it. And the woman in front of me, she was like, oh, are you allowed to do that? And I'm like, listen, hey, listen, I'm I'll a fucking renegade. <laughs> I'm, I'm Sam Delaney, right? Allowed doesn't come into it. Do I want to do that? 
Yes. Will I do that? Yes. Am I, am I a man who will always express my freedom in any way I can? Yes, I am. Watch am this. Am I a man who is living out loud on the crazy golf? Yes, I very much am. <laughs> so I fucking got them. We played a fantastic round of crazy golf. Halfway through, like on hole nine, one of these little kids from the family in front of me comes up to me and gives it, excuse me, right? And I'm like, yeah. And he goes, the person's back at the kiosk now so you can go and pay. And I went, I'll pay at the end of the round. I'm not breaking up the round. Then I thought, what am I fucking explaining myself to this kid for? I went, hey, I'll pay when I'm good and ready. Right, oh, now stop man. putting me off my fucking stroke. Yeah. <laughs> I'm too hungry. <laughs> so we, fi- so we, we finish, right? And then I go, right, come on. So we go back to drop off the stuff. Sure enough, the woman's there. But she's fucking sat back behind the glass, right, mm. the little glass window. This woman sat back, the park keeper, as she's calling herself. Yeah. Seems a bit trumped up to me, right? She sat there on her mobile phone, mm. as far as I could tell, gossiping. Right, right. Mm. Couldn't not care in the world. Unprofessional. So I could have just, just fucked off at this stage. Yeah. But I have tapped on the fucking glass. Tap, 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 tap. Right, and she's looked at me. She hasn't come off the phone. She's gone. Yeah, she smiled. Yeah, and I said, I'm just putting these back. So she goes. She rolls her eyes. Goes, hang on. She puts the phone down. Whoever she's gossiping with. She goes, okay, you're putting those back. She went, yeah. She went. So have you just played? And I said, yeah. She went, did you take them from there to play? I said, yeah. She went. You mustn't do that. You have to pay me first and I give you the clubs. And I said, I know that. I know that, sweetheart. Believe me, I'm aware of how the mechanics of fucking crazy golf work. Right. I I went, I know. I said, but you weren't here. I waited for 20 minutes, right? Which is a bit of an exaggeration, but it was a fucking long time that I'd waited. I said, so what am I supposed to do? I can't wait all night. I said, I can't wait all day. I said, just take it. And she went, I have the whole park to check, including the three toilets on my own today. And I was like, whoa, whoa. I said, that's as maybe, right? But she like snapped immediately, right? Because she was obviously overworked and probably underpaid. And I appreciate that. But we weren't talking about that, right? I'm fucking fighting to bring this system down. She doesn't Mm. know that, right? But I am, Mm. right? I wasn't going to go into it. Right. Listen, I'm Never right behind hand. you. Early. Right. Capitalism is fucking broken. I'm right behind yeah. you on that, right? But this is, we can't fix it. In fact, in many ways, I am doing my bit to fucking undermine the, the inherently unjust fucking framework of this system by habitually breaking the rules each and every day by doing yeah. things like helping myself to golf clubs at the crazy golf, right? That you is are, me. You, you are a, a low level disruptor. Yeah, in little ways every day I'm Mm. disrupting the system. And she should have appreciated that, but she didn't. She snapped at me. And I said, whoa, whoa, listen. I said, I've I've come back now and I've put the clubs and the balls back. I said, and I've come here to pay you. I said, I could have just done me off. And she went, if there is no one here, you must ring the, the number. And I said, what number? Ring the number? I said, what number? Then... Get this. She then reaches down, rummage, rummage, right, underneath her fucking desk. Rummage, rummage. I can't see what she's rummaging about, but I thought I'm sticking around because I want to see what happens next. This is yeah, this feels yeah. like it's going to be priceless, right? Good content. 
eventually she fucking <laughs> pulls up this laminated card, right? A laminated right, yeah. card that says on it, if the park keeper is not here, call this number, right? Right. I said, that number? She went, yeah. I said, well, how the fuck am I supposed to know that number? It was under your desk. You just had to rummage around for it, right? I said, how am I, what am I supposed to do? Guess it. At this point, she's giving it this one. You are. Not, she was Polish, right? You are not kind man, right? Oh. And I've gone, excuse me. She's gone, you're not kind man. You you break law. So I've done my old classic, haven't I? I've gone, right, call the police, right? Because yes. at this stage, I've gone, like, we're both losing it. I've gone, no, fine, call the police. She said, what? I said, you say I've broken the law? Fair enough. You better call the police, right? You and she said, do it. Yeah, she said, I'm not call police. But you are not kind man. And I said, well, let me pay. I said, at least let me pay. I said, I'm asking you to pay. I can walk around now. I said, you can't stop me. I could go home. But I'm mm. asking you to pay. So she gets the machine now. I pay. And I said, you're going to call the police? She said, I said, you're very angry with me. She went, I'm not angry with you, but just no, you are not kind man. And I said, all right, fair enough. I'm a bad man. I've done one of those announcing it to the course. Fine. Everyone look at me. I'm a bad man. I broke the law by taking some golf clubs, playing around in golf, then coming back, putting them back where they're meant for, and then insisting on paying for the round of golf I've just played, right? Yeah. As I've spun around announcing this, I've assumed the kids have been behind me this whole time because I've been wrapped up in this conflict for quite a long yeah. time. There's a fucking bunch of, like, millennials behind me all looking fucking freaked out, right? They're all there probably to have an ironic game of crazy golf, yeah. right? <laughs> I mean, dads don't have ironic crazy golf. They have fucking no, serious, sincere crazy deal. golf. Yeah. But millennials are like, let's go and play crazy golf, right? And so they were there for their ironic golf. Fine, good luck to them. But they weren't fucking counting on a fucking really angry dad, right? <laughs> to be <laughs> insisting to the Polish park keeper that she call the police and asking to have them arrest him. Right, to prove a point. So I've turned around giving it, I'm a bad man. I thought it was the kids behind me. The millennials are there just looking at me like, fucking hell, who's this mad cunt? And I've looked, and my kids have just walked 20 yards away, away from the kiosk, and are just standing hand in hand, having a very pleasant chat with each other. Yeah, right? away from so the thought, man. Yeah. They've just looked at each other and thought, yeah, here this. he goes. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought, this is embarrassing because this is, this is a picture of kids who are well used to this kind of, these antics, right? Yeah. So I've gone, oh, go, go get my kids. So I've gone, all right, kids, what happened to you? And I said, oh, we just thought we'd leave you to it. And I started defending <laughs> myself, right? Because in the past, they'd give me shit. I said, she was the one that was out of order. And they said, <laughs> they just looked at me benignly and went, we know she was in the wrong. You were in the right. Now let's go back. Let's go back to Rand's house, right? And I go, yeah, right, I was in the right. And I thought, as I as we walked home, I thought to myself, yeah, they basically just thought we have to manage him here. <laughs> we have to children, carefully manage children, him. Children, children. I know. They had to manage oh. me back to safety, right? Oh, if we can just get him back to mum, it will be all right. And yeah. they did. But as soon as I got back, I was telling my wife all about it. And she was just, all right, yeah, well, fair mm. enough, yeah. Mm. You were they, right. No, they were like, she should have been there. No, she should mm. have been there, and you were right to go back. And I sort of, I still know now, Andy, mm. I was right. I was fully in I the agree. right. Yeah. You would never have guessed but that this... mobile phone number. You wouldn't have guessed you had to ring it. I mean, it the what the fuck? 
I could have just fucking chucked those. When I was younger, I would have just fucking left those golf clubs on the fucking course. I wouldn't yeah. have returned. Like, there's, my go- there's my game of golf. They can't see who's on the golf course from where they sit. Mm. That's the fatal flaw in their system. Some um, some crazy golf courses on the final hole, the ball goes down the hole and then it disappears off somewhere where you can't pick it out and take it with you for security reasons. Mm. Now, they might install that system after this episode. Yeah, so I've done and then, that. If so, and then, well, good. Y- 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 well, yeah, but then the prices are going to go off everybody else, aren't they? So, I don't well, know. Well, I tell you, I if the, the prices pr- do go up for everyone else, right, then maybe that woman will mm. either get some much-needed assistance, which she was required, right, which she is required, or she'll get a fucking pay rise yeah, that, that makes n- it n- worth n- her n- while having mm. to deal with fucking cunts like me. N- neither of those things are going to happen, though, are they? We know that. Yeah, because I tell you, it'll go in the pocket of big, crazy golf. Big golf, right? Big golf. Those, I mean, those, those shadowy cunts who fucking pull the strings at crazy golf courses all around the globe. You and her are on the same side at the end of the day. She's from Poland. Do we not I remember Lekwałsa and Solidarity? Yeah. In the early 1980s. I, I mean, this you know. is what I was trying to say to her. <laughs> Did you use those words? love. Right, I remember let so believe me, I was right behind the cunt. Yeah? <laughs> Solidarity, all that shit. You were living under the fucking boot heel of the like, end game fucking Soviet era. It can't have been a game of cards. No wonder you came over here and got involved in the crazy golf game. I mean, they weren't probably allowed crazy golf out there in those days, were they? Because the commies thought it was subversive. Not crazy golf. Only, only sensible golf, not crazy only golf. Conventional golf, and not much of that either. <laughs> only play ball in straight line. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Well, yeah, I'm glad that happened because it's um, it's enhanced an episode that started with the death of a singer. Um, <laughs> fucking uh, predictions from the weekend. From yeah. the World Cup qualifiers, uh, you got three points. I got seven points. Results Whoa! Got three. Yeah, I got two. Seven correct points. Scores. You brushed over that quick. Sounds to me like you got a couple of correct scores. Cyprus nil, Russia two. Uh, Scotland one, Moldova nil. Both correct, correctly predicted. Oh, well done. Um, do you want to have a, a, a bit more from the midweek games? Yeah. Okay. Five matches have been selected. Uh, Denmark versus Israel. 2-0 Denmark you had a think there didn't you you're on the back foot Denmark versus Israel I'm going to say 1-0 Denmark mm. Wales versus Estonia I'll go first on this one I think it will be 2-0 to Wales I said 2-1 Wales Bosnia-Herzegovina versus Kazakhstan whoa what a clash there's 25 matches on midweek and they've been randomly picked. That's the kind of level we're looking at. What do you Fuck reckon? Yeah, now. Two, I mean, imagine the tear-up at this game, though. Both of them must have fucking oh, handy yeah. firms. Let's be yeah. honest. That Probably. is fucking serious elite-level hooligans yeah, on both it, sides. It's, it's fucking overtime cancelled for the entire police force of Bosnia-Herzegovina. <laughs> They're all going to be yeah. out for this one. What do you reckon? They fucking, they're the sort of nutters who don't even fight anywhere near the ground. They arrange a fucking a fight in the woods where they all turn up yeah. with mouth guards. One of those things. One of them, yeah. <laughs> Score prediction, please, Sam. 
score prediction is got to be 2 0 to Bosnia Herzegovina. Okay, I think 0 0 after all of that build up. Uh, Montenegro versus Latvia. Oh, this time. I think this will be. Um, what are you going to do next? Lilliput versus someone. 1 <laughs> 1, I reckon, for that one. Honestly, randomly chosen. The Pontypines versus the Wattingers. The Wattingers, yeah. Remember those cunts? <laughs> yeah. They didn't like each other, did they? No, they, met, they did literally meet up in the woods and have an out, didn't they? Yeah. <laughs> That was one of fucking. That was one of the naughtiest rivalries going. <laughs> the Wattingers and the Pontypines. Um, sorry, I've forgotten what the actual question was. Mo- Moldova Montenegro versus Montenegro versus Latvia. Uh, one all. Same as I said. And finally, um, Croatia versus Slovenia, which feels a bit more conventional. Like a proper so game. Can, now that yeah. really is a rivalry. I mean, they're basically right on each other's fucking mm. doorstep, aren't they? So, but I will say 2-0 to... No, 1-0 to Croatia. 1-0 to Croatia. I think that will be 2-1 to Croatia. Okay, that's it. What? Could you try again? I'm not saying anything, Who's Siri. That it's fucking Siri. Fuck the fucking Siri trying to get involved. He can't... Cheeky listen, bastard. if he's trying to fucking butt in, if he asks for a single penny of our Patreon money, then he can... Fu- Actually, this is a free-to-air episode. If he's after the ad revenue, tell him to fuck himself. Oh, he's going to be after it, isn't he? Because they they, they troll these, these things for, like, copyrighted sounds. Did you see that mm. thing, what the police are doing in America now? Where well, people have tried, when there's police brutality going on, or just general police naughtiness, the cops yeah. are getting their phones out and they're playing songs on YouTube. Uh, the purpose of it is that the copyrighted song that they're playing when whoever it is that's filming them doing this naughtiness puts it online. It'll get swept. It'll get scraped and the copyright sound will oh get deleted. Oh, my God. You know, I know a guy who does that. I really? I call him a um, a robot grass. <laughs> he doesn't do it personally, but his company does it, right? Ugh, and he, yeah. I, I think the company makes quite a lot of money, and he, he set it well, they up. Do. And it And it basically, yeah, yeah it grasses people. Mm. Yeah, that's what that's what they're doing now. And now that, that fucking eh? grass company is supporting police brutality. And let's be honest, probably a lot of police racism. Yeah. Funny so how the world go. turns. Funny funny how sure te- what technology has ended up doing. Yeah. Where are we gonna be five years, I wonder. Fucking hell. Well you'll right. be alright because you've got everything on C D and D V D, so you've got no have, worries. I'll be in a I'll be in a <laughs> compound, I'll have gone off grid. <sighs> I'll be using... You'll be sat there. You'll be sat there, hands behind your back, looking out the window at the dystopia that is playing out and, outside, uh, well, listening to your girls aloud CD, just saying to yourself, fucking told yourself, cunts. With a, a solar panel, a solar-powered fucking DVD player. Yeah. Watching, and a massive um, cigar on the go. Watching all 10 T- series of Minder. Tending to your indoor garden. Love it. <laughs> logistics for you there right we'll be back throughout the week with more more of this shit um, thanks for listening and goodbye God bless Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? 
Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 